0: Hi and welcome to Evenings with Anne. Thank you for joining me. When I was in my early teens, I read a magazine article that asked whether I treat God like a lolly machine. I'm sure you know the kind of machines I mean, you know, the ones where you put money in a slot or swipe your card, press a button and for whatever drink you want or chip packet, chocolate bar, and then, hey presto, out it pops. Well, the question in this article made an impression on me, and it made me ask myself, do I only pray when I want something from God? Am I treating my Christian faith like a formula? No. For example, um, read the Bible, plus go to church, plus pray, equals I get what I want. Well, I realised that treating God like that was selfish. And I also realised that it's important to love God, the Father, the Son, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, for who he is, not for the gifts he wants to give me. Jesus taught his followers to use a pattern of prayer that first and foremost focuses on God and who he is our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven those four lines of the Lord's prayer acknowledge who I am compared to who God is With that awareness, I can then give him my adoration and praise and offer him my time and energy so that he can use me to achieve his will on earth as it is in heaven. With thankfulness and humility, I can then ask him for the things that I need and for what other people need. Give us this day our daily bread. God the Father knows what you need and he knows what I need. He is also generous and loves to give from his goodness. Jesus encouraged his followers to remember God's goodness. It's not necessary to repeat special prayer words over and over as if saying these lots of times will make God listen. Don't be people who babble, Jesus says. Your father knows what you need before you even ask, and he wants to give these things to you, which may not by the way mean the things you think you want. Jesus also said, "Do not worry about your life, what will you eat, what you will eat, or what about your body and what clothes you'll wear." Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Jesus told us to ask God for what we need and then stop worrying about these things. God loves you dearly. So don't you think he'll attend to you? Take pride in you. Do his best for you. What I'm trying to do here, Jesus said, is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and how he works fuss about these things, but you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative. God Provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. As you pray and practice the presence of God in your life, Jesus invites you to give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Of course, our needs are not just physical. They can be emotional and spiritual, depending on what's happening in our lives at the moment. And God wants to help meet you in those needs as well. I leave you now with a prayer um, of trust. In light, defeating darkness. In wisdom, conquering foolishness. In trust, overcoming fearfulness. Jesus lives. In strength, coming to weakness. In health, rescuing from sickness. In hope, saving from despair. Jesus lives In love, victorious over hatred. In forgiveness, dispelling anger. In glory, dispersing drabness. Jesus lives. In joy, growing from sorrow. In life, rising from death. In God, giving the victory. Jesus lives. He holds the keys of love of peace. He holds the keys of life, of death. He holds the keys of heaven, of earth. He holds the keys of now and of eternity. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.